the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Doug Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. In the challenging times we live in today, we believe that God's Holy Word is the single most important source to all the answers we need and are searching for. Jesus tells us in Matthew 7:24 that anyone who hears his words and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on solid rock. It is our hope with this program to help you grow in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Lift Up Jesus is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church in Los Angeles, California. Our pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with his message for us today. We are in a four-part sermon series called the Mount Rushmore of Faith, which is just kind of an analogy to try to get you to think about the four greatest stories of faith in the Bible. There's, there's many stories, but if we were going to pick the top four, who, who's on your top four list? And this is kind of our top four list. And today, uh, we're going to look at the third character who I think belongs on this. And it's not one person. There's three people here. Okay, stay with me. Stay with me. I know that's a little scary. But uh, it's three people, one story. It's the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I think they belong uh, on that monument. I want to speak to you on the subject of the fearless faith of a few. And take your Bibles and turn to Daniel chapter 3. You're going to need your Bibles today. In fact, I'm going to read the whole story uh, to you here today. One of the most dramatic and most suspenseful stories in the Bible is the story of the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who were literally, physically thrown into a fiery furnace. I heard a funny story about a preacher who had a hard time remembering the names of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He just couldn't remember them. And so, He was going to preach, and so what he did was he took a piece of paper and he wrote their names down, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, in a suit coat. He opened it up and he pinned it inside his suit jacket. So while he was preaching, if he forgot their names, he could just take a quick glance. And sure enough, he was preaching, but what he didn't realize, that while he was preaching, that piece of paper fell out. But he caught to that point where he said, you all remember the names of those three Hebrew uh, boys. And he opens it up and he says, Hart, Schaffner, and Marx. (laughs) Which are three Hebrew men who make suits. But they're not the names of the three heroes of Daniel chapter 3. Now, the reason this story makes the top four list for me is easily understandable. Because all three of these boys had a choice 
to make. To either bow down to a false image and live, or to refuse to bow down to this false image and to be thrown into a fiery furnace. This wasn't a choice where you bow down and you can live, but if you don't bow down, we're going to make fun of you at school. That, that's not the choice. The choice was you either bow down and worship this false god or we're going to take you and throw you into a blazing fire. That's the choice. So this has to be one of the greatest stories of faith because who in this room, if faced with that choice, would choose to be thrown into a fiery furnace? Who would make that choice here today? So I want to read the whole story. Yes, you're going to have to sit there for that. And we're going to highlight a few things to remember. Number one, write this down. We're just going to call this the fury that was expected. Just write down the word fury. And turn to Daniel 3. I want to read the first 15 verses. Now, I know some of you have heard this story a hundred times, but there are people here today who've never read this story a single time. And that's why we're here. Amen. So it begins with King Nebuchadnezzar. Everybody say Nebuchadnezzar. There's 14 letters in his name. So no matter how bad your name is, be thankful you're not called Nebuchadnezzar. (laughs) King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold 90 feet high and 9 feet wide and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. He then summoned the satraps, the prefects, the governors, the advisors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the other provincial governmental officials to come to the dedication of the image that he had set up. So the satraps, the prefects, the governors, the advisors, these are the VIPs of Babylon, the treasures, the judges, the magistrates, and all the other provincial officials assembled for the dedication of the image of King Nebuchadnezzar had set up, and they stood before it. Then he had a herald, and the herald loudly proclaimed, that this is what you are commanded to do, O peoples, nations, and men of every language. As soon as you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, the pipes, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Verse 6, whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a what? A blazing furnace. Therefore, as soon as they heard the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the harp, and all kinds of music, and all the people's nations, men of every language, guess what they did? They fell down and worshipped the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Now verse 8, at this time there were some astrologers who came forward and denounced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Anytime you talk to a king, it's good to open up with that line. (laughs) You have issued a decree, O king, that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, the pipes, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold, and that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. Have you not said that? Yes, I've said that. Verse 12. 
But there are some Jews. You see, these astrologers are tattletales. And they want the king to know that there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon. Their names, quite clearly, are Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay absolutely no attention to you, O king. They neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold that you have set up. Verse 13. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar, he summons Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods, notice the lowercase g, or worship the image of gold that I have set up? Verse 15. Now, he says to the three boys, When you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, the pipes, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good, things will go well for you. But... If you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. And then what God, lowercase g, will be able to rescue you from my hand. Now those of you that are familiar with this story know that King Nebuchadnezzar is an egomaniac who creates a statue of himself. It's 90 feet high, 9 feet wide. It's about the size of the prayer tower, but it's twice as high. And then he makes it of solid gold. And he gives an order that everyone in Babylon, at the sound of the music, you're supposed to bow down and worship this image of gold. And along with the order came a threat of life and death consequences that was simple to understand. Either you bow down and worship the false idol, or you will be burned alive. Or should I say, you will be burned to death. There's four things that happen in this. I don't have... A lot of time to develop but I want you to write these four things down if you were to study this you'd find there's social pressure here because everybody was bound down secondly you have what's called music affiliation I keep asking why do they keep mentioning all these instruments over and over again well there's an affiliation there with the music there and then we see government censorship and enforcement. We see that going on in here. The greatest problem, though, we see what's called spiritual defilement. And I want you to just look at those four things. Social pressure, music affiliation, government censorship, and spiritual defilement. Because the devil is using those same four weapons to weaken and to destroy our country and our lives. This story from Daniel 3 reminds us of many ways of what's going on in our culture today. Number one, social pressure. So that all the people in the nations, men of every language, in other words, everybody's doing this. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, why can't you? Everyone else is doing this. It's peer pressure. can be a terrible tool of the devil. I, I can't imagine being a young person today growing up in the school systems here in, in our culture. And as a parent, if you have a discussion with your parent, with your kids about what they wear, how they act, how they talk, the latest fads, what's happening with TikTok, the morals or lack of morals, and whatever you try to convince your child to do that should be better, they'll always answer, well, mom, dad, everybody's doing it. That's, that's the only re- reason, that, that's the only answer they can give you. 
And we do the same thing as adults at work because everybody lies, everybody cheats, everybody acts a certain, everybody's doing it. Well, here in Daniel chapter 3, peer pressure to worship false idols, everyone's doing that. We see that in this story. Second is the music, the music affiliation. Music is powerful. It's powerful. Music, music can either lead you closer to God, where you, where you, end up worshiping the God, or music can take you away from God. We, we see both. I see it every week here at church. People come in here with their arms crossed, not going to sing. And then they start listening to the music, and all the music is Scripture that's been put to melody. And then I look over and they got their arms uncrossed. And then they start tapping their foot. And if they stay long enough and keep coming one day, they, you know, they, they raise a hand or they clap once or twice. And then, you know, a couple of months later, they're here. Man, they are just worshiping God. Because there's something about the music that draws us into focusing on God. Because it's Christian, it's Christian music. On the flip side, everything that God creates, the devil takes and uses it to draw people away from God. So I've seen many people who listen to so much secular music and they get used to the, to the foul language and the X-rated words and the X-rated pictures that pretty soon they, th- these words are just in them and it, it hardens your heart and eventually can drag your soul into hell if you're not careful, if, you, you, if you're consumed uh, with it constantly. So someone said this. They said, they said, let me write the music of a nation and I will determine its morals. Who said that? Was that, was that Elvis Presley say that? Was that Taylor Swift? Who said... Let me write the music of a nation and I will determine its morals. Did you know that Adolf Hitler was the one who said that? And I want to encourage you today to take inventory. This is not difficult to do, to take inventory to what kind of music do you listen to? And I want to throw out this challenge for the next 30 days. You got 30 days. You could do this. For the next, just, just, just try this. Just, just try this. For the next 30 days, turn off all secular music. Click. Turn it off. And instead, turn on, start listening to Christian music for just 30 days. Okay? You say, you say well, I like, hey, pastor, I like rap music. There's Christian rap. There is, yes. Um, well, I like country. There's Christian country. There's no such thing. Yes, there is. Some people think all country's Christian. That's not true. I, I like pop music. Well, turn off the secular pop and start listening to Christian pop artists. Listen to Evan Craft's music. And Israel Houghton. Listen to that music. And for just 30 days... And at the end of that 30 days, not listening to one note of secular music, but listening to Christian music, you take a self-inventory and see if you're not 
better off, your heart, your attitude, everything about you is closer to God than when you were listening to that garbage stuff. And then don't even get me started on government censorship. As you know, I'm still aghast that the state in which I've lived for 38 years, that the governor of this state deemed the church as non-essential the last three years, 2020, 2021, and 2022. Came out very boldly and said, look, liquor stores are essential. Abortion clinics are essential. Casinos are essential. Starbucks are essential. But our governor stated that the church of Jesus Christ, which he has absolutely no control over, he says that the church is deemed as non-essential and you cannot meet and threatened us. And for over two years, most churches in this state closed their doors. And in my opinion, just the opposite should have happened. He should have stood up and he should have said these words during a pandemic. Ladies and gentlemen, casinos will be closed from this day forward because casinos are non-essential. Starbucks, non-essential. You can make your own coffee at home. He should have said, he should have said liquor stores, there's no need for them anyway. They're, they're non-essential. There's only two things that are essential today, hospitals and churches. That's what he should have said. Because churches are the only entity that we have that actually care for people. We actually minister to those who are hurting. We have ministries of every type where we're serving those, helping people for all of eternity. And uh, I will tell you this, and some of you are going to be offended by this, and it's okay if you get offended by this, because I just know you are. (laughs) But when you don't come to church... For any reason, you're basically saying you agree with the governor that church is non-essential. You're actually stating that you agree with him. And I'm telling you, all of this doesn't hold a candle to the real problem in Nebuchadnezzar's day and in our day where we're being forced to go against God's will. This thing called spiritual defilement. Where every weird, vile, evil thing that is happening in our culture is accepted and celebrated. But any true, biblically-based person here with Christian values that we hold as truth. For example, that marriage is a union between a man and a woman. That God only created two sexes. He created us either male or female. Or that life begins at conception. Or that the liberties that we have come from God and not our government. The sacredness, the sacredness of these scriptures. If you hold any of those truths, you will be deemed as narrow-minded. You will be deemed as bigoted and evil. You are the bad person. And the bottom line in our day, just like in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's day, there's a tsunami wave of worshiping false gods in this culture And if you as a Christian take a stand, you're the one that will be mocked, you will be ridiculed, you will be threatened, you will be persecuted, you will face a tidal wave of criticism, 
And in many parts of the world, it may even cost you your life. These three Hebrew boys had a choice to capitulate and bow down and worship the false idol and to obey the edict of a godless government and live or to not follow the government's orders and to not worship the image of gold. And then they would be thrown into a fiery furnace and willingly allow their flesh to burn. And what happens next is one of the greatest stories in all of the Bible. Write this down. The faith that was exhibited by those three young men. After being threatened to bow down and worship a false idol or to be thrown into a blazing furnace, this is what the Bible says. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. In other words, we don't care what you say. We answer to a higher power, the creator God of the universe. Verse 17, if you, King Nebuchadnezzar, throw us into a blazing furnace, the God we serve, capital G, is able to save us from it. And he will rescue us from your hand, O King. Let me tell you, that's a certain level of faith when you know, hey, go ahead and throw me in the fire. I don't care. My God is able and will rescue me. There's a certain level of faith there. But verse 18 is a whole nother level. Because verse 18 says, but even if he does not deliver us, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. In other words, God is going to deliver us. We have this certain level of faith here. But even if he doesn't deliver us and you throw us into the fire and we burn up like three little moths, we want you to know that you can take our lives, you can burn our flesh, you can bury our ashes, you can threaten us, kill us, erase us, but there is one thing we will never do. We will never bow down and worship this image of gold that you have set up. That's a whole nother level of faith right there. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. We have a special gift for everyone listening today to help with your daily Bible reading. 
It's our Anchored Journal, a complete 365-day Bible reading guide and journal that will help you stay connected to God's Word throughout the coming year. It works with any version of the Bible you are currently reading. The Anchor Journal comes in a choice of colors and can be yours right now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. It's as simple as calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. You won't want to miss out on this limited time offer, so be sure to call right now. Our number again is 888-818-4777. The Anchor Journal can also be found on our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. Get yourself anchored to God's Word with your personal anchor journal today. We live in the most distracted culture in the history of the world. We see about 10,000 messages every day. We even touch our phones about 2,000 times a day. We're literally being overwhelmed with information. That's why there's no better time than right now for Dudley Rutherford's remarkable new book, One Thing, Rediscover a Simpler Faith in Our Complicated World. In this timely book, Pastor Dudley invites you to open your Bible and look closely at seven key passages of Scripture where you'll find the beautifully uncomplicated phrase, One Thing. These Scriptures will quiet all the noise that you're hearing and call you back to a simpler faith. Dudley Rutherford has discovered the secret of how to focus our lives on the one thing that matters. What if you could find that simplicity? It's waiting out there, and this is your roadmap to freedom. Contact Lift Up Jesus today and get your copy of One Thing, the book that could finally change everything. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us tomorrow at this same time as we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.